What up, what up? Welcome back to the podcast. I am excited to air part two of an episode that, not an episode, an interview that I did with Victoria Yates. Um, Episode 83 was the first half of our interview that we did, and Victoria talked all about how kind of she started her business and where she started. She started dabbling in the online space and kind of where it has led her today. And so today we are continuing the conversation and we're going to be talking about more, you're going to hear more of the business side of things with Victoria. She is a nurse. She has her BSN and she also is an intuitive eating health coach. So she has been able to use her nursing experience and kind of transition that into the online world. And now she helps women dealing with body issues with issues related to food and she really helps them learn how to eat intuitively and so she shares kind of that journey and what led her there and she also talks about the business side of things and we're going to talk about like the benefits between starting an online business versus having a brick and mortar business so stay tuned to the end we are going to cover all of that in part two of today's episode let's go Welcome back to the Passive Income Nurse Podcast, where as healthcare professionals, we create passive income online. We're trading in our scrubs for yoga pants, we're thinking outside of the box, aka the hospital, and we're figuring out how to make money online. And just in case you were wondering, yes, we are professionals, but we were raised on Tupac, so we making changes. (laughs) Yep, you heard that right. Hey, I'm Brianne Bell, registered nurse, health, wellness, and passive income advocate. Join me on this journey of breaking free from the hospital and taking control of your schedule to reconnecting with what matters most in life, to surrendering and letting Jesus take the will. Pop in your earbuds and get ready to be inspired to grow outside of the hospital walls and learn all kinds of different ways you can make money online. So I know that you had kind of told me that you kind of never saw yourself as an entrepreneur (laughs) or starting a business as a nurse. And I think a lot of us nurses kind of, you know, we have that mindset. We go to school, we get our degree, and then that's what we do, right? We trade our time for money. And so can you kind of talk about when you had mentioned kind of just like maybe the imposter syndrome earlier, but did you face any limiting beliefs uh, when you decided to step into this entrepreneurial space and start your own business? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I, um, I heard someone say once that being an entrepreneur is like more about your own self-development than anything that you produce. <laughs> and I'm like, that is so true. Yeah. I feel like I am a totally different person now compared to when I started. And also I feel like I'm going to keep changing and it's really cool, but it's also really hard. Um, so yeah, I, um, I always had this belief that I was just going to be a nurse and, um, work at a hospital until forever. (laughs) Until you retire, right? (laughs) I thought that was the story. Um, and I just, I think once, I don't know, I think, I think partly, you know, my husband is kind of has that entrepreneur mind too. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and so he kind of like seeing him think in that way, mm-hmm. like sparked this for me. And I started to just explore like, what would it look like to, I didn't even call myself an entrepreneur until, I don't know, maybe this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it still feels like a little bit like, what is that me? But, um, yeah. So I, I think the biggest thing I really struggled with, and I shared a little bit about this in the past, um, earlier about how I just struggled with a lot of imposter syndrome. So Mm -hmm. the space that I work in at the time, especially when I started, it was made up of mainly dietitians, Mm -hmm. and I, I, I feel like I was the first nurse. I might not have been, but I'm, I feel like Mm -hmm. I was the first nurse who was a health coach in the intuitive eating space or a health coach in general. Like I didn't know any other nurses who were health coaches. Mm -hmm. Now I'm starting to see more, which is really awesome. But gosh, five, six years ago, I don't feel like I saw that, but anyway, so I really struggled with, and I actually debated for like a year to two years, going back to school, becoming a registered dietitian. I thought I needed to go and get more education and become an NP. Again, it goes back to like all of these thoughts of like, I just need more education to make me feel more qualified, Mm -hmm. but you don't. And again, so I wrestled with that for a really long time. And I think it held me back so much. So if someone else is listening, yes, <laughs> just like hear me say you are already qualified and don't make my mistakes. <laughs> and yeah, I just think, you know, I, I realized that I think of myself now and I, I can't picture myself working in the ways that I worked as a nurse in the past. I still say that I'm like working as a nurse because in the work that I do, it's all about empowering uh, women and educating and advocating and helping my clients to be advocates for themselves. So I see myself now functioning in that advocacy and education and empowerment place Mm -hmm. when it comes to nursing, but I'm not working in the clinical area anymore. And I can't picture myself doing that anymore, but that just goes to say like, you know, we need nurses to be in that clinical space, no doubt. And so if that is something that you're passionate about, like find what that passion is and like, keep going back to your why. I think that's really important. And just like, remember that, but also know that like, if you have a different passion, go for that too. Like Mm -hmm. even just dabble in it and see if that's something that you enjoy. I think I think nurses make incredible entrepreneurs. I think Mm -hmm. we're really smart and we have a lot of great skills that make us really good at be at running businesses. We, like I said, we're smart. We Mm -hmm. are resourceful. We're good with people. We are caring. We are loving. We have a heart of service. Like those are all qualities that make you qualified to run your own business. So if that's on your heart, go for it. I love that you brought in the part of, you know, you may not be necessarily working in the clinical setting, but you're still educating and you're still advocating. And I think so much of nursing is that, right? And I think that's the piece that we actually get 
away from when we are in the clinical setting, because it's so rushed. It's so, you know, you're, whether you're short staffed or constantly seeing patients and the turnover, you just don't have that time that you want to spend with your patients to be able to do that education piece. And I think as a whole, I think that, I mean, in my opinion, that's why America is so sick. I mean, we are literally the sickest we have ever been. And it's like, why we look at our healthcare system and we can see that there's faulty pieces in our healthcare system. And I think the education piece is a huge piece that, I mean, doctors spend, I mean, what average, I think two, three minutes with a patient. I mean, nurses, okay, let's double that. Let's say five minutes with a patient. You know what I mean? Like certain circumstances more, of course, but I mean, really like that is the piece that we were missing. And so I just think that, you know, what you're doing inside of the online space and being able to utilize your nursing skills and being able to, you know, step into that space. I love that you mentioned too, just like giving yourself permission right? Like we go to school and it's like, we think that this is all we can do is be a nurse. Like we would, we have this loyalty to our degree and we have to work as in the side of the hospital and we have to take care of these certain kind of patients, but give yourself that freedom to like, especially if you feel like something is on your heart. And I talk to this and I speak to my nurses all the time. It's like, if something is on your heart, God has placed it there for a purpose It is there for a reason. It's not by accident and just give yourself permission to step into it. And so who knows where it'll go? Like maybe it will change directions altogether. Maybe it will turn into something that you never imagined it could turn into. Um, But if you don't try, you'll never know. And so how do you want to feel, you know, you hear people say this all the time. And we, as nurses, we see people on, you know, their deathbed often. And so do you want to live with the regrets? Like if you had that passion, do you say, do you want to say, I wish I would have done that, or I wish I would have tried that thing, or I wish I would have been brave enough to do X, Y, Z. So I think you have to give yourself that permission and know that as a nurse, it's okay to explore something different. And that doesn't mean that that has to take you away from the clinical setting. That doesn't mean that you have to quit your nursing job, wherever you are, it's going to look different for everybody. So If your goal is to step away from the bedside and not ever have to go back to nursing again, then explore that. If your goal is to just maybe create this online business in this space to be able to bring in some extra income to pay off debt, to pay off your student loans, then cool. If you want to go, maybe if your goal is to go PRN so you can work when you want to work and be able to show up, feel vibrant and feel fulfilled and be able to show up for your patients and for your family, because how many times as nurses, we go to work, we're working, you know, whether that's a 12 hour shift or whatever, we come home, we're spent, our work gets the best of us and our family gets the worst of us. So like there's an imbalance there. So you really have to evaluate your personal situation and think about what you want. Like, what do you want? Like, do you want to still be in the same place, same exact place where you are right now, next year? We're at the end of the year. This is 2021 is wrapping up at the end of 2022. If you don't do anything different, you will be guaranteed to be in the same place you are today. And if that is like, you're comfortable being there, which if you're listening to this podcast, my thought is that you are wanting to create a passive stream of income. You are wanting to do something different. Then you have to do something different 
because if nothing changes, nothing changes. So uh, I see so much power in your story. And as people hear you and they know that even you as a nurse, face limiting beliefs as you were entering into this entrepreneurial space in this online world that you know, know like nothing about. I think it gives other nurses hope that, you know, if you can do it, then I can do it. Right. So just hearing your story and seeing how you um, went from being a nurse and just kind of transitioning into the online space, I think is so powerful. So I do have a question about like, are you still nursing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am not. Nope. I stepped away from the clinical space in 2020 when I had my son. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't, I mean, I can't say for sure, like if that I won't ever go back to clinical, but mm-hmm. right now this is where my heart is. And mm-hmm. I, I don't see myself going back. And I love that. You know, I love, I love the flexibility that we have as nurses to, again, like do what we want with our schedule, whether it is clinical, we have a lot of flexibility there, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not in the clinical space anymore. And yeah. And I, think, work I do. Yeah. As a mom, I yep. think that, I mean, cause I know that was a huge driving force for me, uh, being a nurse, my husband travels a lot. He's a pilot. So when he's working, he's gone and it may be for two days. It may be for two weeks. So having that flexibility, um, is huge. I know you have two littles and you guys, um, Victoria did not mention this, but she had two babies during the pandemic. When was your son born? What month of 2020? He was born in February. So right at the beginning. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. And then my daughter was born April, 2021. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, just being able to have that freedom to be able to work from home and create your own schedule. Um, you know, having the freedom to be able to work from home is such a great option for moms. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think a lot of us want that, you know, whether we are moms or not, um, just kind of that time freedom, that flexibility, but especially as a busy mom, it just allows you um, so much more flexibility in your schedule to be able to be able to work on your terms and, you guys, it's not to say that it's easier because it, in more in, in more ways than one, it's way harder. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you can agree. Um, it's hard being an entrepreneur, but you have to just, if it's on your heart and it's something that you want to do, you just have to, you know, you have to take that first step in that direction. And that may be just, you know, like that may just look like having a conversation with someone, like reaching out to us, talking to us, asking us questions, picking our brains, and then just kind of exploring that, you know, whatever's been placed on your heart to, to do, to show up, to serve, to make an impact and, and think about where you want to be, you know, in a year from now, like that's always a good, just kind of mental check for me. It's like, okay, if I continue doing the same things that I'm doing now, this is exactly where I'm going to be a year from now. So if I want something different, I have to do something different. And so I think as you explore that, there's so much growth in that. And yeah, I think that if we are always trying new things. We're always growing. We're always evolving. And that's just a part of the journey. And that's a part of the process to ultimately get you to where you want to go. And I think um, there's so much power in that, so much power in investing in yourself and growing you know, your mindset, growing as a person, trying new things, looking at failure as not a failure. It's just, it's a learning experience is ultimately what it is. And so just using that and then just moving forward from there. So um, can you speak to 
Uh, I know nurses listening, they're probably where we were five, six years ago and thinking about this online space. And we're like, okay, like what is like, what would you say are some of the benefits of being in the online space, say versus like having a brick and mortar business? I mean, I think the most obvious is not very much overhead. Yes. And so I think that that is really, really in our favor. Also online business as we have seen over the last year is growing every single day. And it is a place where you, what I've seen in not only my own business, but in like other groups that I'm in with other online business owners, online business women, there is a large income potential when you're in the online space. So Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of online also just with the flexibility and, you know, especially like I said, when you're getting started and there's just like a lot of things that if you have a brick and mortar things that you can run into, like, I don't know, issues with your rent and with mm-hmm. your landlord and your location and all of these factors. Finding um, somebody to work. <laughs> yeah. I, I just think that I'm of the opinion. I think online business is the best, but that's yes. just me. <laughs> no, I, I'm like, I totally agree too. I just wanted you to speak to that a little bit because I know before I kind of got into the online space, I'd always kind of explored other options as far as having a business, but my mindset was always around the brick and mortar aspect of it. And I think it's important for you to speak to that or for us to speak to that because of the opportunity that's there, right? Like we almost have like this perfect storm right now going on. Online's always been great, but now it's even more so that, I mean, everything is transitioning online. Even brick and mortar stores are closing because of the convenience of, you know, having an online business. Um, like you had mentioned, the low overhead, the um, barrier to entry is the cost is low. And it's just, I think that it is a whole sea of fish that are just, I mean, your, your clients are there. I think no matter what, what you do, whether you sell scrubs or you sell headbands or, you know, you coach or whatever it is. I mean, I think the online space is where it's at. And um, especially if you niche in, right. So like a lot of times in the entrepreneurial space, you'll say, you'll hear, like, if you're trying to talk to everybody, you're talking to nobody. So like really being able to niche in specifically, which is what you have done. So you have to think about, okay, you know, you're niched into women, you're niched into someone who has specifically had a unhealthy relationship with food and someone who has had an unhealthy relationship with their body. And so you can speak directly to that woman, right? Like for me, I am niched into the nurse. Okay. You can either be niched into the who or the what, and we are both niched into you, you actually have the who and the what I am more so niched into the who I'm niched into the nurse who wants to be able to create a passive stream income. So when you think about the online world, it can seem like this big overwhelming space, but if you really get clear on who you want to serve, it's powerful. There's so much power in that because you can speak specifically to that person, to that problem to that pain point, you can solve a problem for someone. So I think there is a lot of power in 
you know, having the online space, it can be overwhelming. Um, but then again, I mean, having a brick and mortar business can be overwhelming too. You know, I mean, you've got a lot of other factors to, to kind of factor in when it comes to having, you know, that brick and mortar style business, but yeah, um, team online business as well. Yeah. yeah and, and something that I used to think that online business was so different from brick and mortar or like, you know, my business is service-based. I used to think service-based was so different from product-based. Mm-hmm. They're all the same is something I have learned. And yeah. I think especially in the last couple of years, I think the, the biggest thing I've learned is just like, no matter what, what business you're in, all you have to do to get started is just get out there, start telling people what you do Mm -hmm. and make offers to help them in whatever Mm -hmm. way that is. Like whether it is with you of like, okay, here's the offer of like how I can help you to start a passive income as Mm -hmm. a nurse or whether it's a product or whether it's a service, like no matter what it is, just tell people. I used to think actually that all you had to do was just put all the information out there in the world and people would come. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work like that. Um, so anyway, that's like something that I just wanted to say, cause like yeah. we get in our heads too, that like, Ooh, online business, it's so, so different. And it's yeah. really not, it's really not. It's like your storefront is your website or your Instagram to start maybe yeah. even your Facebook page and your customers are just the people who are walking by as in like seeing your stuff, seeing what you mm-hmm. do, seeing your posts, but you also want to like get out there and tell people that you're here, that you're there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think that a good point to mention here is that, you know, if you have an online business, it's not something that you, you need to hide behind because like you had said, you learn so much by talking to people. And so you have to, even though you may not be necessarily the face of your business, some of us are, you don't always have to be, but I think it's important to continue having those conversations because what comes up in those conversations are problems. And so that's what your business is, especially if you're service-based business is that you are solving someone's problem. And so if you don't talk to people, you can't specifically figure out what their problem is. So if you're listening and you've been pondering, maybe creating an online course, but you've never talked to anybody, you need to go talk to people because even though you think your course is great and you think all these people are going to buy your course and they're just going to come flocking in, you're going to have a rude awakening. Like you have got to talk to people, (laughs) figure out what their problem is and how you can show up and how you can serve. So get out there. You mentioned such a a powerful point is to just talk to people, whether you are in the service-based product-based business, whatever it is, whether you're pondering the idea of doing this business, start talking to people. And as you start talking to people, people are going to talk back. They want you to listen to them. They want to, they want you to ask their opinion. So talk to people um, because that's where, that's where you're going to be able to really um, niche in on your business is by actually talking to people and figuring out what their problem is. Yeah. Even if you're an introvert, I'm an introvert. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I am too. Um, actually, and it's it's kind of funny. Still good. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. Awesome. Well, Victoria, I'm going to wrap things up here. I know you have a five steps to start eating intuitively. You actually have a guide for my listeners. And um, I want you to talk a little bit about that and where my listeners can find you and connect with you. 
Sure. Yeah. I want to say too, if anyone's listening and wants to, I don't know, maybe you thought like, Oh, I could be a health coach. Like that would be, I resonate with that as a possibility. Yeah. I'd love to connect with you. And I'm an open book. I'm willing to share all the things I've learned along the years mm-hmm. and would love to just help you out and support you. However, so my website is victoria-yates.com. I'm also on Instagram a lot at non-diet underscore RN. And I have a podcast called the redefining health podcast, and I put out an episode every week. So you can come listen to that. Um, and then as far as my free guide, I have five steps to start eating intuitively. And this is just broken down how, where to start and some little like action steps along the way. So I've kind of broken intuitive eating down the whole process that I walk my clients through into five steps that are really just a good overview for how to get started. So I'm, I'm sure I can send you the link for that. If you don't Mm -hmm. have it already to include in the show notes. Yeah, I can put everything in the show notes um, so my listeners can find you and then they can download that guide as well. So thank you so much for coming on today. I enjoyed our conversation so much. Yeah, this was so fun. Thanks for having me. Hey, real quick, before you go, if you enjoyed today's show, make sure you go over to Apple iTunes and hit subscribe. This way you'll get notified when all of the new episodes air. And if you've been listening to the show and you know some other friends or coworkers that may enjoy it, or you just want to say thank you, be sure to take a screenshot and share it over on the gram, post it up in your stories and tag me at Brianne, it's B-R-I-A-N-N-E underscore Bell, B-E-L-L. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I'm so grateful for you guys. Until next time. If you like my mom's podcast, make sure you subscribe and leave a review.